Welcome <laughs> to Jetstreamers, <laughs> episode three, uh, not including the pilots. Uh, I'm Biggest Benish, your pilot, and I'm joined today by the one and the only. A load of people in my community know you, but if they don't, could you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Frank. Um, I go by Frank the Pegasus on Twitch, but you can call me Frank or Frankie or whatever, really. Uh, just uh, be nice. Yeah, just be nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just be nice. That is like the moral of the... <laughs> Whenever you're on the internet, just be nice, please. <laughs> if only everybody could uh, follow that, follow that that would be great. But yeah, welcome. This is, uh, it is October the 26th, 2020, and we are flying from Milan, Italy to Zagreb, which is the capital of Croatia. And yeah, our co-pilot today is the one, the only Frank the Pegasus, who is a variety streamer from the US. Um... In just a few, well, here we go. It's my little thing that I wrote. Those it sounded witty when I wrote it. I'm not sure whether it no, is like, or not. But... I like it. Do it. You like it? Do the thing. Yeah. Thank you. I read it and I was like, "This is so cute." <laughs> I did that at 3 a.m. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I." Uh, well, just a few moments. We'll dim the lights and get ready for takeoff. Please be aware of all exits. There's the cross in the corner of the window. The power button on your PC, or just pull it out at the plug. Should the need arise, you know, <laughs> if the chat goes so far down that it was like no just end it just pull the plug out yeah anyway we're now getting ready for takeoff but yeah frank thank you so much for agreeing to uh to join me on uh, jet streamers i felt very honored that you wanted me to be on it honestly so thank of you of course no I, i'm really really happy and i know there were some people especially in my chat or in the community who are who know you very very well or who watch you a lot and uh you know for them it's very you know, it's it's great to have you on and get to know you because I think this is the first time we've ever because we were on the same stream team. Frankie, Frankie, Frank is in Rainbow Arcade mm -hmm. along uh, along with me, but I don't think we've ever been in a like a a call or anything no. like that, or even in a game together. We should really rectify that, like after yeah. this, also. Definitely, <laughs> like yeah, you were just saying you're playing Among Us. I am always down for some Among Us. Yeah, I, I take I took like a break for a week or two, and now I'm like, right, I need more. I need more Among Us. So I needed to for my nerves. It makes me so anxious, but I just like, I love it also. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible, but wonderful. <laughs> I've got to the point now where I'm like, I must play. I, I only like really crewmate because when oh. I'm imposter, I get so like, yeah, so stressed I, out. I genuinely shake when I'm imposter. Like I, I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now because I was shaking and I was like, am I cold or am I just nervous? Yeah. And if you, if you win as imposter, the feeling is just, is brilliant yeah <laughs> but yeah anybody in the chat by the way i will be keeping an eye on the chat if you've got any questions uh feel free to let us know um the alerts and stuff are off and because this goes on to spotify itunes or if you're wanting to catch the visual of us actually flying from milan which we're about to fly we're just uh we've just taken off um then go to youtube youtube.com slash biggest venice it is on there um, you're an excellent pilot i didn't even realize we'd already taken off Oh yeah, the uh, don't worry. I'm sure land. You'll definitely know when we land. <laughs> Make sure everything is uh, all drinks are unopened and uh, yeah, food is not. You know, there's nothing, no hot food around because otherwise, yeah, it'll be it'll go all over the place. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we are flying from Milan. This is in Microsoft Flight Sim Simulator 2020. Uh, flying from Milan Malpensa, which I've actually been to, uh, to Zagreb in Croatia. Have you been to, Frank, have you ever been to Italy or Croatia? 
No, I've never been to that part of Europe. The only parts I've ever been to, and this was a long time ago, like over 10 years ago, uh, I went to the UK, Wales, and Ireland. So that's all I've seen of all of Europe. You went to Wales? Where where in Wales did you go? Honestly, I don't know. It was for a school trip. Um, I was in orchestra when I was in high school, and we went as a school like orchestra trip um, to those three places, and we kind of like did like a little mini tour. So we stopped in Wales, but the more the most specific thing I can tell you is that we stopped at a castle, which I find every time I've ever told anybody that it's not yeah. very remarkable. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Well, that's yeah. There are so many castles here, <laughs> like. In one hour, if I wanted to, yeah, I could probably visit about 10 castles within an hour of here, including one right in the very center. There are, there were also a lot of sheep. Whales again. <laughs> <laughs> really, you know, that I, I won't yeah. say what the stereotype of Welsh people is because I'm not originally from Wales, but it involves sheep. <laughs> it's uh, very well known. But yeah, no, oh, well, I'm, you know, if you ever come back, let me know because uh, I live in Wales. I live in Cardiff. It's, it's a oh, beautiful do you? place. Yeah. Oh. I realize that. I'm in Cardiff. I used to be in uh, Barcelona for a while, but uh, well, for six years, but came back home right at the right time, it seems, it turns out. <laughs> Perfect. Well, well, well. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to be chatting to Frank about all sorts of all sorts of stuff, streaming, gaming, everything. I was very tempted to get a glass of wine, you know, just to chill, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to have coffee. So if I'm a bit jittery, that's why. Okay. Got the world's biggest coffee here. Uh, I'll definitely need to drink it by the time we land. Otherwise, yeah, it'll go all over the place. So let, let's start right at the very beginning. Why did you decide just one day that you decided, you know, that you wanted to stream? I actually did this at the suggestion of my partner. Uh, my partner ever like asked me, would, it, would you ever stream? And I was like, I think if we did it together, I would really like that. And um, when I first started, we did. Uh I was the one on camera, but they were in voice chat with me every single time we streamed. And we kind of did it as like a, just like a silly hobby for a bit. Um, like we took it seriously from the start, which I think is really interesting, but um, it was still very much a, a hobby. And then it kind of turned into something that I just did by myself because they just, I don't think they liked it as much as I did. <laughs> I found yeah. that I really liked it. And then we kind of kept going. It can be like really addictive and grab you or you can just yeah. trail off, can't you? Especially if yeah. other live things come up. Yeah, I was mm. going through like my old disc. Have you ever gone through, I don't know if you're like me and kind of have a massive collection of Discord channels that you're in, but I went through because I was like, I'm going to have to get out of some of these. And there were people and I'm like, oh my God, I, I used to watch this person stream two years ago and I've totally forgotten about them. I never see them around I anymore. I don't have that for Discord, but I do have a really old calendar that I used to keep of all of my community members' birthdays. And I get oh, wow. notifications every morning. Um, oh. Well, not every morning, but a, a lot of mornings for birthdays for people that I haven't thought about in a while, probably since oh. their last birthday. <laughs> so it I'm is like, sad that, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and sometimes, <laughs> yeah, do they ever come back and you're just like blown away? Yeah, I have a couple of people that have been around since uh, the beginning, basically. We have a few people that I'm like, why do you still watch me? Why are you still here? <laughs> I have How no long idea have you been um, I've been streaming for five years. Is that right? Five years. Wow. Five years, I think. Yeah. What did you start? What were you streaming right at the very beginning? Uh, I streamed a little known game called Wakfu, which is actually part of the reason that I started. Uh, it's an MMO, but nobody knows it. Um, and the reason I started streaming it was because I wanted to make friends who played it. And I thought, oh, if I stream it, either I'll meet people 
that are interested in playing the game and maybe they'll want to play with me or I'll meet people who are already playing the game and then we can play together because the servers were dying and I had like one person from my previous guild that played still and I just needed to meet new people playing it. Um, and I quickly found out that the people that watched me were not watching me for that game and they had no interest in me playing that game. And so I just started playing other games instead. Yeah. Would you mind if I play a different game? Yeah, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh. we don't understand this one. <laughs> oh. Do you still play that game ever? No. Um, <laughs> we played it uh, as kind of like a stream meme ages ago because like I said, I do have a few community members that I met while playing that game like from another community that I was part of. They like came over and they would watch my streams, but they had no idea what that game was. They just were watching my streams. Um, and so we always joked that I would go back to that game if we ever hit this like ridiculous milestone. And then we did. And so I I played it again. I think it was, was it earlier this year? Honestly, I don't, what it, what year is it? I don't know. But yeah. I, I well, did play it again. <laughs> I did play it again. Like it might've been already a year ago that I did yeah. that. But uh, we joke that it's like Wakfu when? Like, when are you going to do that? When are you going to play Wakfu again? Like, Wakfu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as, as Moni says in the chat, it's March the 285th. It, yeah. <laughs> 2020. <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's spooky March now. <laughs> it really is. It just keeps going on and on and on. Not sure what's <laughs> happening. Um, but yeah. So, you, when did you get partnered? Sorry, I'm going off some. I've, I gave you the questions I was going to give you. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm answering the, I'm... asking the questions I really want in my head. When did no, you get okay. uh, partnered? I got partnered. It'll be actually my partner anniversary is like a week from tomorrow. Um, and it will be four years now. Oh, yes. That's real amazing achievement. Thank Congratulations. <laughs> Do you have anything planned for that? No, wait, three years? It must be three years. Is it four years? Honestly, I don't know. It must be three years. It's three years. And no, I don't. I should. I've been starting to plan things. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to do it on the third because um, of reasons for here in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm interested may, in that as well. Maybe may a, a day that I don't want to like be a celebratory day <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, think I might wait till the weekend, but um, yeah, I would like to celebrate it. I just I'm not exactly sure how yet. Yeah, hopefully we'll all be in a good though. mood by the end. <laughs> it has that would be yeah. Uh... I'm like trying to think of how long people have been subbed to me, so. Wow. Three years makes more sense. Of course, yeah, subbing only came around after... Well, I started it and there wasn't, like, affiliates didn't exist. And then that mm -hmm. that was about the summer. Because I started in January and then about the summer affiliates came in. Mm -hmm. And uh, Same. Yeah. I streamed for almost an entire year before affiliate was a thing. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't remember this, but I apparently... Because I, I think it might have been the case when I first started, but <laughs> my memory's gone. I know. And that partners needed 500 concurrent viewers to be that, partnered. That was technically like what they had written down for, like, if you looked at any, any official Twitch guide, they would say you needed 500 concurrence. But um, when I got partnered, it was right before, not right before, but prior to them, like putting out the like more. Um, Achievable. <laughs> well, yeah, well, no, like yeah. more transparent. Um, okay. Goals, like you actually have like the benchmarks now. They didn't have that when I was applying, um, but it was roughly the same. They wanted around 100 concurrence. They said 80 to 100 concurrence and growing for three months. So from my, like my, my very not great observations of everything that's been going on, watching people hit that benchmark and then still get rejected, I think that's probably still the case, that they still want 80 to 100 concurrence and growing. But um mm. It, it's nice that you at least get the benchmarks now that you can kind of like hit for 
you know, this yeah. many hours stream, that many whatevers and viewers and that kind of thing. So it's kind and of there's nice. other stuff as well probably going on in the background that they don't tell us about. I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm very yeah. sure. I don't know. I've Partnering is who, such a thing. <laughs> this is a bit like, oh, I've got a friend whose dad works at Disney and all this stuff. No, I've got a friend who who knows somebody in Twitch and was also like, if you've got quite a few subs, that also helps a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you've got, uh, yeah, if you're helping the business, yeah. then yeah. you get looked upon favorably as well. Right, exactly. You can show them like, oh, I have, I have like the business sense behind this. I can, you know, I can, I can make money yeah. for you if you just yeah. let me. That's a partner, oh. I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> Especially nowadays <laughs> with, uh, with certain companies. Um, so why, why do you enjoy streaming? Why did you uh, stick with it like this this long five years? Um, honestly, because of the people, I get to meet people from everywhere. Which is like, what other job can you say? Oh, I'm sure there are lots of other jobs. I'm going to say this, but what other jobs can you say where you can like meet somebody from across the world and just have a conversation with them and casually ask them about what their day to day life is like and have a shared experience at the same time? Like, you know, you come in because. You like something about what I'm doing on stream, whether that's the game or my background or whatever reason you clicked on the stream. So there's something that we have in common here. And then I get to ask you about your life. I have so many friends that for better or for worse are across the world. And that to me is just such a cool thing. I've learned so much from being on Twitch, um, both like just about myself, but mainly about like how other cultures work and other languages work and I don't know. It's just it that that to me is the the piece that keeps me going. I I do like other things about it. Like I love the creative freedom that I have. I love that I make my own hours. Um, you know, I love I love that I do get to kind of flex a creative side of my myself. Um, I didn't really get to do that prior, but uh, mainly it's the people. I think the people are if with if it weren't for the live chat and the community, I don't know that I would stream. You know. Yeah. I feel like what you've just said now, like the people in chat who maybe don't stream and are like, oh, I want to stream now. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's such a really good advert for streaming and I totally <laughs> agree with with everything there. Um, how did you find it right at the start? So you had your partner and they were on voice chat, right? So mm-hmm. was that good for you to have someone to kind of constantly be there to talk to? It really was. Um, People ask all the time, like, when you start streaming, how do you get in the practice of talking all the time? And I tell them that I cheated because I did. Um, (laughs) Because I had somebody to talk to the whole time. So there was never really dead air because we were talking to each other. And sometimes I would also have other people in voice with me. And I think that's something that I don't do as often now um, because I find it to be really distracting just based on, like, the kind of community that we've built is really centered around conversations that are, like, kind of not exactly one-on-one, but they're one voice. I'm not being distracted by another voice over here that's talking and then also trying to manage talking to chat, maybe about something entirely different. So it's not something that I do super often anymore, but when when we didn't have as many viewers and it was just, you know, a few people in chat and, you know, we were able to manage all of that at once, it was it was really nice to kind of get in the practice of talking before I built up an audience and then by that time I went, I went, I'd gone solo by that time. So yeah, that's, I found that when I've had duo streams recently, it's not as kind of communicative, despite having somebody right there with me, I feel like the community, there's a bit of like a communication loss with the chat. Mm-hmm. Whereas when it's, it's just you and this chat, there's a lot more because it's just a, a two way uh, I think conversation. 
I think it's just easier, especially if that other person isn't as dedicated to like having the same conversation with chat, or maybe they want to say something and like you end up cutting each other off at some point. Um, it's it's definitely a, a whole thing to manage and it's not everybody's style. And I kind of save it for special occasions now. It's not that I don't want to do it ever. I just kind of save it for special occasions. Yeah, no, same. We're, by the way, we're just flying over. We've gone over east, uh, the east of Italy. Uh, we've gone past a few, you know, various things. I'm just going to tell you exactly where we are, um, you know, in case anybody's there with a map. <laughs> They're, uh, you know, trying to work out where we're flying. Currently, so we left Milan. We've gone east. We're flying over a... Um, duh, 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 duh. This is a... I have no idea. <laughs> no idea where this is right now. We are some mountains and some water. <laughs> exactly. This, I believe, is uh, a river or a lake. Yes. Mm. There you go. Perfect. Uh, no, this. Uh, oh wait, no, no. This is it. This is Lake uh, Diceo, Lago Diceo. Oh. We do is go. It, and we, uh, yeah. So the next lake we fly over is Lake Garda, which uh, it's, it's quite a famous lake. There. Don't know that. I, we established earlier that I don't know anything about European countries. I failed that test miserably. <laughs> well, I, I want, yeah, I did as well, pretty much. For somebody that actually lives in Europe and has been to probably about seven or eight countries outside of the UK in Europe. <laughs> ah, I went, you, in fact, you said that you went to uh, the UK on like a tour of your orchestra. That's what I did with uh, in Austria, my, uh, oh, cool. my school. I didn't yeah, know you I, played. I used to play the tuba. Did you? Just know, like he's really tall. Give him the biggest instrument and just are you, yeah. Are you tall? Yeah, that's where the big Ben comes from. The biggest Benis. That and, I feel like an idiot. No, <laughs> so, something yeah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> I, am I guy, had no I am, idea you were tall. I I mean I didn't think you were short, but I didn't think you were like. You <laughs> when know, you're a stream as well, person. that's the thing with with streamers. You don't ever think about someone's height. No, I'm uh, just over six five. So I'm you're quite... tall. You're <laughs> yeah. not just like kind of tall. You're 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 over a foot taller than me. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm very tall. But I'm sitting down now, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're the same height now. <laughs> yeah. Now we are. Yeah. It's weird. You don't get people's. That's another thing. Yeah. You can, when you're streaming, you don't can't not judge people. But when you see people, you don't ever think about oh how tall are they, how short they are, mm -hmm. unless it's unless there's always every like few weeks a conversation will come up in chat about how tall people are and we genuinely like, had one like two days ago <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> we have them occasionally as well it's great um okay so when oh this is a good question what have you learned what have you learned along the way that you wish you'd known so in those five years what do you wish you had known uh at the start that you um, that you know now i wish i would have known i guess like Oh gosh, there's so many things that I wish I would have known. One of the big ones that comes to mind is that if people leave the community, it is not on you. And it has often nothing to do with you. Um, and either they will find their way back eventually or they won't. Um, and you cannot try and make them stay or wonder, spend your time and energy wondering why they're why they left in the first place or you kind of have to just always be focusing on the people that are there. And it's sad a lot of the time. Um, when I was a much smaller streamer, I would definitely mourn kind of the loss of somebody that decided to leave the community. You know, like they so like they're announcing like, I'm no, I'm going to leave now. But, you know, you notice that they're not showing up anymore. 
Mm. And I would kind of be like, oh, I wonder, I hope they're doing okay. I wonder where they are. I wonder what's going on. And at this point, I notice, but I have to, I have to focus more on the people that are there and putting your energy toward the people that are, are there every day and that do show up that it just makes for the whole, the whole experience for everyone to be better yourself. It puts your, your own mental health a bit more at ease and it, it makes for a better broadcast for the folks that do, do manage to come, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's it's really hard not to take it personally, but you just have to, I mean, Mm -hmm. they might change, but also streams change as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes people just outgrow Twitch too, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Lockdown. Did you, have you found quite a few people were here every day, all day for lockdown. And then Mm -hmm. as it's like opened up a bit, you never hear from them. Yep. It's been, um, yeah, that was, yeah. (laughs) Between like the lockdown, the lockdown boom, which I didn't actually see coming. I probably should have seen coming, but I didn't really see coming. And then like the, the decrease after that, you're just like, oh, oh, well, I hope work is good. (laughs) I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're able to go outside again. Oh, that was a a wild wave to ride that Mm -hmm. uh, lockdown boom. Um, So do you have any advice for people that are starting on Twitch right now? Anyone that's brand new starting out? If you are brand new, um, enjoy it. Everything that you do, put your enjoyment first, because that is the way, if you want to do it for a long term anyway, uh, that's the only way to do it long term, is to enjoy that you're doing it in the first place. And that could mean, you know, like there's, there's so many, there's so many confounding factors to this that could mean playing the types of game that you want. That could mean playing with people. If you want to be doing that, that could mean just, you know, only doing it really casually and all that, it, it, whatever that means for you, just enjoy the, enjoy the whole process and, um, you know, kind of take your time when it comes to making decisions that feel like they're going to be like permanent decisions. There's no need to uh, to to like establish yourself as a brand from the get. But once mm-hmm. you do decide to quote unquote brand yourself, make sure that that is stuff that sticks um, because rebranding and rebranding and rebranding confuses people. Um, yeah. yeah, I I could honestly, I could talk about beginning streaming. That's a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to say about people who want to just start out. Um, but the biggest one I think is enjoy it because if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to keep doing it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Do you say like enjoy it just for the str- the fact that you are streaming and you're mm-hmm. able to talk to a couple of people because mm-hmm. goals, goals are great to have, but if you've just got these goals and you kind of, you in your head, you must hit them. Yeah. Well, the thing about goals is that like you hit one and it never feels quite as good as you think it's going to feel. Or you get that like, you know, hit of endorphins after hitting the goal. And you're like, all right, what's the next one? Because now I got to keep this high going. So like, if you're only doing it just to hit goals, you're, you're just going to, you're going to burn yourself out that way. You really are. And I know we talk about burnout a lot as streamers, but yeah. um, that's the, like that drive for hitting, hitting a goal, especially goals that you can't control. Because a lot of the goals that we talk about as streamers are like, follower goals or viewer goals, or I want partnership or, you know, I want X number of subscribers. They're all these like really number heavy goals. And on top of that, those are things that we can't control. You know, I can't, I can't control how many people are going to watch my stream on any given day. The only thing I can really control is 
you know, am I, am I doing the best I can do behind the camera and to create content that people do want to click on? You know, am I having fun? I can control my actions and hope that other people see that and show up. You know, I can try and focus on, okay, I want to try and create clickable moments today or clippable moments, which are, you know, those are, those are just, those are things that I can do. I can say like, oh, this would be a fun clip if I did this, you know? So, yeah, yeah, totally agree. And we're, by the way, we're just, we've just flown over Lake Garda and we're about to go flying very close to this mountain. So uh, you might need to lift your feet up uh, okay. in, a, <laughs> in a second, just to make sure. <laughs> Speaking about the goals, Mr. Wibble asked a really good question. It says, what would be a good goal though? Because sub goals feel very artificial. Mm, uh, so and some goals go, yeah, they up and down. I'm curious <laughs> like, what, what you think of that, Ben, because... For me, it is really focusing on like kind of less tangible goals, which is not something that I actually typically advise people to do. Like, I really like to say like goals should be measurable because otherwise they're hard to achieve. But when it comes to streaming, a lot of my goals are like uh, go live this number of days per month or go live this many hours per day or go live consecutively like when I said I was going to for this many days or, you know, like stick to my schedule for that many days or that kind of thing. Cause those are like, again, things I can tr control that are still measurable, but I'm really mm. curious cause I know you did the hundred days streaming. Yeah. That was a really good way of, um, kind of disciplining myself that I must mm. start stream. And I, and I pretty much until I got offered partnership because when I, st I started the hundred days with like 20 viewers average, um, and then animal crossing came out on day one, literally day one of my hundred days of stream. Cause it was, the hundredth day was my birthday and I like counted back and mm. got it so that day one and day one, not only was it the day that, um, yeah, not only was, uh, day one, the day that, um, animal crossing came out, but it was also the first day that we had a national lockdown. So it just like all came together. And I was like, well, so magical. <laughs> it's something's happened. Yeah. It's something behind the scenes. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, they were, it just all worked together and and I was like okay well I'm just going to go I'm I'm going to be a mess if I don't discipline myself and I was like well these 100 days of stream I'll start at 11am or 10am I think it was uh, I moved it a little bit and having those 100 days of stream were just really good for discipline um I am now yeah I literally I, unfortunately I got partner and then I was kind of a bit lax with what time I was starting my stream I'd be a bit later and mm. I might switch a few games a bit more because you know, I was, I'd been building and been seeing the numbers getting higher and higher and they're going like, okay, I'm not changing anything. It's, this is working. I'm not changing anything. And then when eventually I did get partner, I did kind of go a bit lazy and took the odd day off. Well, after the hundred days. Um, and now I'm, my goals is now getting myself to be, um, uh, like, yes, not strict, strict, but you know, if I can't stream or I'm not in the right headspace, you know, being able to cancel it. Um, but like having a routine, getting myself a routine and, and a time frame that when mm -hmm. I'm, you know, because that's, I'm very disorganized and I feel like that this, this next year or so is just me getting organized. But when it comes to like numbers, yeah, sub goals, no, I would, I would love to maintain like I, mm. it's as a partner, partner is like 75 average. My mm. dream goal is if I finish a stream and they send me the Twitch summary and my average is over 75, I'm like, okay, brilliant time. Yeah. I want to maintain my partnership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I know you don't maintain it, but yeah. I know imposter syndrome is like a real thing with a lot of people. Um, not really. I don't, I'm very lucky. I don't particularly suffer from that too much, but, um, yeah, I feel like if it was lower than that, I, I just know that my head would be 
like mm-hmm. well people are probably thinking why is he and yeah you know he and so that's that's nice yeah yeah sure. <laughs> um we're by the way we're about to we're just flying over very soon well in the very far distance just underneath underneath frank the pegasus um cloud is venice sure <gasps> i see it unfortunately Hi, it's quite far off so we don't get to see it but oh i'd love to go to venice me too Italy's gorgeous beautiful food beautiful landscape beautiful people it's uh yeah italy is just amazing <laughs> um all right so um how do you find oh no that was it that was right because we were talking about branding and i was like i'm going to use this uh question that was submitted uh from metallica fan who said mm. how did you decide on the name frank the pegasus i i wish i had a great story because it is i think a, a name that sounds like it would have a really great story behind it um i was 13 years old when i came up with this name uh it's been my username since i was literally a child and uh it's because i'm a horse girl and was playing horses with a good friend of mine at the barn and we came up with horse alter egos and mine was frank the flying pegasus which is redundant and thankfully too long to be a username anywhere. So I shortened it to Frank the Pegasus. Yeah, Frank the Flying Pegasus. That's quite a long Twitch. Twitch TV. Yeah. <laughs> Frank the Pegasus is already too long for some places. It's like 15 <laughs> letters long. It's so long. <laughs> yeah, Dodd, you sometimes go in there and it, yeah, Twitter, you're Frank the Pegasus on Twitter, aren't you? Uh huh. I think, I oh know it was, it's Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat, I tried to get Biggest Bennis, but apparently Biggest Bennis is too long for Snapchat. So it's, uh, really? Yeah, I don't know if they've changed that now, but yeah. I don't know Big what I am on, on Snapchat. That. I haven't logged into Snapchat and I couldn't tell you how long. No. But yeah. Frank the oh. Pegasus was my alter ego from when I was 13 years old. That's the story. It's not. It's a cool I wish story. It were, I wish it were more exciting because, yeah, people ask all the time and I'm like, I don't know. I made it up when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, by the way, anyone in chat, I've seen so many new uh, new names in there. Thank you all so much for the follows and for, for chatting. Um, I'll keep my eye on it in case anybody asks any questions. Astral as well. Astral, thank you so much for the host. Unfortunately, because of Twitch now, like alerts and stuff are very, if you've got fewer than uh, five, it's, it's ridiculous. But I really we appreciate don't, we don't it. don't like it. No, we are against that 100%. And thank you all for the follows. You've got such a lovely community, I've got to say. Like whenever I go in there, I always feel so welcome. And same back at you. Oh, uh, whenever but when I'm going yours, I'm I say hi, and then like five people respond to me with hi, and I'm like, I they I don't know if they know me or if they've if we've spoken before, but they just I just feel so welcomed and it's such a really nice They're good feeling. Team. When you go into someone's community and they're brand new, and then like three people say, Hey, how are you? Welcome. It's just I really love that. That's one They're of my good favorite. beans. I've I've trained them to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just yeah. say hi just like just <laughs> but i do think it helps that's that is one thing that i i kind of pride myself on is having a pretty welcoming community and that makes me feel really good that you actually feel that way so thank you definitely yeah there's a, a quite a few people as well that like tof as well i don't you know mm. tof mm-hmm. community is another one that that's yep. actually when i first started doing animal crossing not just because he plays animal crossing but i was i was like i'd love a community that's that kind of welcoming and mm-hmm. uh, and friendly very kind. Okay. Um, so how do you find, because we're, uh, gosh, this is just making sure the time is okay. Yeah, right. Um, how do you find streaming as a LGBTQIA plus streamer? Because we're members of Rainbow Arcade, on, mm-hmm. which is a, an LGBTQIA plus um, stream team. How do you find it? Has it affected you positively, negatively at all? 
I think it, if, if anything, the overwhelming feeling that I have, like kind of, if I look at it, if I zoom out um, on the whole experience, it's a good positive thing. I feel like it is something that a lot of my community connects over. Um, it's something that kind of brings everybody together in the community. And I find that a lot of people have found me through the queer community. Um, so I, overwhelmingly, it's a positive experience. I would say like day to day, I don't know that I notice that as much because you always kind of notice the negative things before you notice the positive things. But yeah. I, it's a pretty rare day anymore that we have folks that come in that are really awful. When the tag first came out, when the LGBTQIA tag first came out and I started using it, I had a conversation with my mods who are rock stars um, because I don't know if you used the tag from the start, but it was awful mm. for a while. <laughs> and communities as well. I remember they had two mm -hmm. communities. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. It was really awful. People were using it to target uh, queer folks and to just say some really awful things and to spam chat and... Um, it was pretty disruptive for a bit. And uh, like I said, I had a conversation with my mods back then to be like, I can stop using the tag until things calm down and then we can go back to it. And all of them said, heck no, we are here and we're proud and we are here to help you and fight for this. And you deserve to use that tag and like kind of screw the trolls basically. And um, I, it wasn't for me. It was more for it because I knew how much work it was on all of them to be seeing all of that as well and be dealing with all of that because, you know, some of it's caught by auto mods, so other folks don't see it, but my mods see every single thing that's said. And yeah. to subject other folks to those awful things is not something that I take lightly. I, I, I hate any time a troll comes in and it affects somebody in a negative way. Um, you know, you try to minimize it as much as possible, but it, it just stinks because you know that that could have ruined somebody's day. Like they could have already been kind of like on the edge of having a not great day. And then they see, you know, something that makes them feel less valued or less worthy. And that's not, mm -hmm. that's not at all the experience that I want them to have with me. So, um, so when you, if you, if there's somebody watching who's maybe just starting out, I know there are a couple um, that are using the LGBTQIA plus tag and are kind of are not sure whether or not to use it, but also if they do use it, what kind would you rec what kind of recommendations would you have to stay safe and keep your community safe? Have a mod. Um, if you're so small that you don't feel like you have somebody that you can trust to mod for you, then set your bot up to automatically um, catch certain phrases or set auto mod to catch certain phrases, and that's something that you can do in your channel settings. Um, be prepared to also put yourself in follower only mode or subscriber only mode or followers mode for 10 minutes or uh, R9K mode, which is, I think it's called R9K mode, which is the unique chat mode um, oh, to really? stop yourself from having like spammers come in. Um, a lot of those things that you can set up if you have a stream deck or if you have um, your dashboard open, um, like follower and emote only and things like that are like just buttons that you can press on your dashboard. They're quick buttons that Twitch has enabled for us. Um, oh, but otherwise, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. didn't know so that there, are like, yeah. there are like little things that you can do to kind of set yourself up for that. Um, also, if you have a Discord server, lock that down because they'll come in and they'll figure out how to get into your Discord server and they'll wreak havoc there without you even realizing. Yeah, um, I had that. So just a couple yeah. of days ago, because <laughs> I got into your Discord. Yeah, well, they got into my Discord, but everything's locked down uh, mm -hmm. except for the Among Us chat. Um, because that was added later and I don't think mm -hmm. it had synced up with the other ones. So people came in and, uh, but as Mr. Wibble says, I missed the Discord Havoc because like 
I somebody was like, "Quick, you need to check out the Discord," and I and the mods had already deleted it. There already there were three people, or it was the same person three yeah, times had exactly. gone in and were posting some horrific stuff. Uh, it was literally it was gone within seconds, and the only thing they could do was they were um, they were adding all the mods. So so the mods got a million uh, got a million alerts. I love <laughs> that the- they like pinged the mods yeah. to like oh i'm gonna get away with it ping 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 yeah exactly people who are gonna boot you <laughs> the last people you should be pinging right. the mods like don't alert the mods that's that's yeah. how you get away with it yeah astral's like i saw i had 20 messages out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> so i am sorry to all the mods that got uh pinged yeah uh bayleaf said he's, he got he thought he was really popular because he had 20 notifications <laughs> sorry yeah that didn't work out uh, yeah, we are just going past. Uh, the, the camera just turned. That was uh, Venice. We are, we are slowly getting there. Um, we're going to be very soon. In fact, we're at uh, Campo di Volo Alli del Monteotello, which is um, Italian. And then yeah. when we go past, uh, <laughs> very soon we're going to go and we actually go through a bit of Slovenia to get to oh. uh, to get to Zagreb in Croatia. So. Uh, Three countries. This is the second time, actually, in a row that we've had three countries because uh, we went through Switzerland with little legs from Paris to Milan. So that was uh, all this. Yeah, very fancy. All these sites. That Italian pronunciation was spot on. Thank you, Liam. Liam is my uh, my favorite Italian friend. Uh, <laughs> another member of Rainbow Arcade. Mm-hmm. So let's go to games. Let's go. Oh. This is what why this is the love the common love that we all have is that we all enjoy playing video games. Um, now I introduce you as a variety streamer, but a lot of the time I see you're playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, I would say, yeah. So I still call myself a variety streamer, um, but I pretty heavily dabble in basically only simulation open world games um, and sandbox games. And Animal Crossing happens to be one that is it like checks all of the right boxes for me. Yeah. Um, it's got a community element that I love. It's super cute. It is easy for me to like be creative in the game. It's there's endless hours of gameplay um, and it's really, really chill, which I know you have all of these same experiences. So I play a lot of animal crossing um, since it came out. I think I've, <laughs> I haven't exclusively played it, but I play it a lot. Um, How many hours and, are you on? <laughs> Do you know? Um, over 600 700 a lot yeah <laughs> too many because <laughs> yeah i've seen you play yeah i mean i i'm quite quite i've gone past a thousand now but like that i only really play animal crossing um but you played stardew right mm-hmm. yeah probably i would say stardew and the sims and minecraft are the other ones that i would call like main games of mine and then there are some other indie titles that kind of fall into those into that category as well. So I checked out Ooblets when it came out. Um, and I've always really liked my time at Porsche, which has another game that I think yeah. is coming out. And um Oh my yeah. time at Porsche, I remember I saw I was watching somebody stream it. It might even have been you. I don't know. I was watching someone uh, stream my time at Porsche and I was like, that looks kind of fun. This it's a very I'm fun game. Up. Yeah, there's another one that I just got an email about. It's like my time at some other city. Oh. <laughs> it's not Porsche. I can't remember the name of the city, but it's I think by the same developers, and I think it's like a continuation of that game, or maybe I don't know. I have to look into it some more. Moved out, evicted, <laughs> gone yeah. to uh, yeah. <laughs> not at Porsche anymore. We're going elsewhere. That one's really fun, though. I definitely recommend it if you've never checked it out. That's right. It's on, or it was on. That's uh, Porsche's on Switch. Uh, I wonder if the mm-hmm. new one will be. Have a look at it. Oh, I didn't mm. think about that. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, on the go. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous, those kind of games. Uh, Sandrock, says Astral. Is it my time at Sandrock? Yes, maybe. Yes. Maybe. Going to Google, <laughs> says Astral. Okay. Well, if, if it's on Google, it must be right. Yeah, I agree. I, I believe you, Astral. I what also was believe you. What was the first? What was the first Animal Crossing that you played? Is it was it this one or have you played previous ones? I so no yes, <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. played. <laughs> I played newly for about like a month's worth of streams, but not exclusively. I played probably I don't know twenty to thirty hours of New Leaf prior to uh, like right before. The release of New Horizons. Um, okay. Because I kind of wanted to get a feel for what it was going to be like to stream the game because I understood that it was a game that was meant to be played just for like a couple of hours every day. And so I was like, oh, am I going to be able to fill an entire stream with it? Is it going to get really boring? And New Horizons has really changed the game because it's not, the gameplay is so different than New Leaf's gameplay, I think. But um, I is just this, wanted to kind of get a feel for it. This is the first one of mine. Is it true that in the previous ones, the villagers were kind of rude to you? I didn't have that experience. Um, I think because I was playing pretty consistently, they didn't get sassy with me about like, oh, I haven't seen you for a while or anything like that. Um, I will say that, was it Blair? I think she's, yeah, Blair's snooty, I think. And Mm -hmm. she was in my New Leaf Town and she was a little sassy to me, but she wasn't like mean. She just was sassy. Like, I liked it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, But I have heard that. I don't know. I just didn't have that experience, but I think it's because I was playing consistently and I think they tend to be rude when you're not there for a bit. <laughs> not there for a bit. Wow. Yeah, Kenny Girl says, yeah, the new leaf villagers broke my heart on the daily. <laughs> kind of rude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes because I've got two other accounts, well, I've got two other characters and some, I, sometimes I just won't go on those characters for a few, for like a week or so. And then mm-hmm. if I do log in and I end up speaking to somebody in them, they're always like, yeah, where, where have you been? Oh, it's been one month. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sister. Like, I quite, I quite like making them rude. Like, I give them little catchphrases where they're rude. So, like, Murphy's catchphrase is "Now be gone." <laughs> so, <laughs> at the end of every That's time cute. I chat to her, she gets like, "Get lost." We always do really like, kind of, uh, gay <laughs> catchphrases. Oh, I like that. Like, yeah. One of them is just "Yay, it's gay." Um, one of them is "Eat the rich," which is oh. probably my favorite catchphrase. That's what I. Ha- that's what Midge had. Uh, so Midge is one of my most boring villagers. It's become a meme that she's so boring <laughs> that like I can't get rid of her now because she's just that dull. Um, but one of her first ever catchphrase was uh, "Eat the rich, eat the rich." <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I love that. Yeah, the catchphrases and stuff that you can add. I can't wait for Barold to allow me to change his catchphrase. That's going to be uh, something. Do you know what uh, you're going to do yet? Uh, probably something like "Hey fella." Because he looks like one of those people that messages you on app. That's like he messages people that are like twenty years younger. Like, hey, fella. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and the lips, yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, my Midge's new uh, greeting is here to insult me again. <laughs> so, every time I'll speak to her, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Midge there, and she's like, here to insult me again. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Very I love it. <laughs> um. Can you remember, so obviously Animal Crossing, but going all the way back, can you remember the first game you ever played? So you've got the one that you played, that you streamed, but what was Mm -hmm. like the first, what was your first dabble into video games? Um, Well, Wakfu was probably the first time that I would have considered myself a gamer, Um, but it was certainly not the first game that I played. It was, so I grew up with older brothers that play video games. And so I did a lot of not 
playing video games, but instead watching them because um, they would get the consoles for Christmas. And then my parents would be like, well, you have to let your sister play. And they would have the loophole of like, they can, she can play, but she can't delete any of our saves. And then they would just fill up all of the saves. So I never actually got to play. Um, The first game I remember playing was Little Mermaid for the SNES, which I did actually go back and try to play again, like in like an, like a, a, a streaming setting, like forever ago now. It was like one of the first games that I played on stream, but um, wow. it's not, uh, I don't remember getting very far in it then. And it it is not as complicated of a game as I thought it was <laughs> going <Okay>. back. <laughs> it's like four levels. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Little Mermaid, I think for a SNES was probably one of my first. I remember Echo the Dolphin. I don't remember oh. getting very far in Echo the Dolphin either. Mm. Um, I could never get yeah. far. Like, I had Tekken and my older brother would come around and he would unlock the characters for me and then he would go off. And then every time he came over, I was like, can you unlock another character for me? Because I've never been good at fighting. At fighting the, only time I've, the only time I've ever played Tekken, I played Tekken 2 with my boyfriend um, ages ago now, but uh, I'd never played Tekken before. I'd never really even heard of Tekken before that. No. So, sorry. It was like a we PS1. were a Mortal Kombat family. All <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, no, I've, I've always, well, I don't like fighting games. I just can't do them. I'm terrible. The less skill Same. needed, the better. <laughs> Animal <laughs> Crossing is brilliant. <laughs> exactly. Like, give yeah. me things that I can just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gemma in Chen chat, the, my mod says, Ben, bad at video games? Who would have guessed? <laughs> yeah, I know. Just <laughs> nobody comes for gameplay. No. Um, what game do you think you've put the most time into, like, in your life? Mm, probably, at this point, probably Animal Crossing. Because I think prior to Animal Crossing, I didn't, stick to one game as much um sims and stardew are definitely up there they both have several hundred hours in them at least and minecraft also has probably many hundreds of hours in it as well but i think at this point animal crossing takes the cake i i'm trying to think now if i have any other games that really you've not been hit that into mark. final fantasy 14 yet or ever i actually used to play final fantasy 14 so when wakfu kind of shut down um i i went through two stages of wakfu i played it well prior to streaming um and i played it pretty intensely and then i had to quit because mmos are bad for me and i picked up final (laughs) fantasy instead oh okay (laughs) Um, which is not a good idea um and i played that at launch i actually played it like back when it was first launching oh did you Mm-hmm. 1.0? Whoa. Okay. So that put mm-hmm. your MMOs for life, I'm guessing. Yeah, because I really got to the point where I was like, I really can't play MMOs. Like I just can't. Um, I've tried a couple of times since then trying to be like, oh, I'll just be really casual about it. And I'm incapable of being casual about it. And then I get really behind and I am really bad about at like being behind other folks, um, which makes me want to not be casual about it. So I can't. I just can't. Yeah. People ask all the time, like, oh, would you play Final Fantasy or ESO or, you know, some of those those larger MMOs? And I'm just like, I would love to, but no. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, I cannot. Are you forcing yourself not to play Genshin then? Or? Yeah, I haven't played it yet because I know I know that I would get really sucked in. Uh, especially since I know that that one's a mobile game, I would be definitely con- like on the Cross fence about doing it. As well. Yeah, doing it either on multiple platforms or just doing it on on my phone and I, I don't keep phones or game phone phone games at all. I can't, I can't because I will wake up in the middle of the night and play them. Really? Um, yeah. It's oh. really bad. <laughs> I 
I think I've ever, <laughs> really bad. The only game I've ever played on my phone was uh, Pokemon Shuffle, which every time I mention it, even like the biggest Pokemon fans, like, what? What's that? You <laughs> mean just... Pokemon Go? <laughs> no, Pokemon Shuffle. It's like, imagine. I think it's similar to like a Candy Crush style thing, but when you eliminate some poke, you get some Pokemon faces in a row. It will okay. then make it. It'll wear down the Pokemon you're trying to catch. Yeah. Oh. It, it was on the it was on the 3ds and i got really far well i played it mainly on the 3ds and then i was like oh my god it's on the phone and i started <laughs> playing it and thought and then these then it became yeah then it well, i looked i looked and as it got ported to mobile it kind of got all the mobile uh mm. kind of you know oh the you touches. can get some extra yeah you know, extra gems and things and i'm like nope okay <laughs> i'm gonna keep away from that now but it's, yeah uh, it's a, it is a thing. Oh, there you go. People look, they're actually Googling it because they're like, no, it is a thing. It does exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's free to download as well on mobile if you want to play, but don't get sucked in because they will. Okay, <laughs> it's one of those mobile games. I can't, uh, can't do it. <laughs> um, what are your, oh, here we go. What are your top three games of all time? If you had to put them into the top, if you had a top three. I think, I don't know if I could do like an all time forever and ever. That's really hard. There's so like many an old, and like new yeah, games like coming out game. all the time. So yeah, do you have like a favorite game now and then a favorite game of all of like all time? Animal Crossing is up there for me. Um, Breath of the Wild. Speaking of games, I put hundreds of hours in. I think I have like 300 hours in Breath of the Wild. Don't get Genshin then. Don't get Genshin. It is. Um, there's so much and, Breath of the Wild in that. Yeah, that's what I. Did you see that video that was like comparing the two side by side? No, but and I can imagine so that was a very <laughs> yeah. There are so many animations that are like very similar, and so many like aspects that are super similar that I was like, oh. But I think I would just do a new playthrough of Breath of the Wild. But yeah, Breath of the Wild, the Zelda series is really near and dear to my heart. It was one of the first games I ever remember experiencing. My mom played it, um, the original, when I was a kid, and I remember watching her play that when I was really, really little. Um, so I think Breath of the then? Wild is. Oh yeah, absolutely! I'm so stoked for it. Have you played so hard mode of Breath of the Wild? I haven't because I, like you, am not very skilled at games. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played it, and um, it's just me avoiding. It's, it turns into a stealth game, <laughs> pretty I, much. I would have to. Yeah, I would absolutely yeah. have to make it a stealth game. I've thought about going back and collecting Koroks um, mm. because at this point, I've done. I did so. I gave myself like because it's an open world game, you can kind of do whatever you want with it. But I gave myself the the task of getting all of the shrines and all of the memories before I went to Ganon. Um, oh, but cool. I still have like upgrades and things that I could do. I still have a lot of side quests that I could be doing. Oh, um, did you do the DLC? Mm -hmm. I did. Well, I did one of the DLCs. I didn't do the one that you were like the master sword trials or whatever. Okay. Yeah. No, um, I finished it before they come out. Yeah. And then I did. So there's the, that one. And then there's the, like the champions ballad that adds more shrines. And oh, that one, really? I do, which is fantastic, I recommend it. I might have to go back because yeah, I've uh, I started playing hard mode, and there was a Lionel on the uh, on <laughs> no, my way to no. my third shrine that's still on the Great Plateau. So uh, yeah, there's a Lionel on the Great. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> really close near the the hut where there's the guy chopping wood or whatever. Yeah, just just yeah, wandering around there. Um, that was terrifying. Nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wasn't I expecting that. On easy mode? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'd rather, uh, yeah, I'd rather they just, yeah, easy mode. Turn off weapon degradation or whatever and just let us yeah. go and mooch around Enjoy. there. <laughs> oh, no, actually, no, the, the reason I stopped playing it because I did start playing the DLC and then there was that horse jumping one. 
You know the one where you got to go around the course mm-hmm. on a horse? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got so angry with that after about two hours of trying to do it. And I was like, you know what? No. And I stopped playing <laughs> the game for like a year. Um, That's valid. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> um, Gary saying, I, I think I only ever ki- only killed one line. I mean, showing off there. <laughs> I just ran every time I saw one. I rode one. <laughs> and she I said, did. They and don't Frank like Hull. ride them. Um, but I did ride a Lionel. I tried. That was one of the missions that we did when I was playing Breath of the Wild. Was like everything that you could mount, I mounted. Not to be rude <laughs> about it, but also don't take that out of context. <laughs> we actually have a Discord channel called What, and it's all the comments that are posted in chat out of context. <laughs> we can allow clips for this one if you like. <laughs> can that? Yeah, of you, course. Yeah, uh, yeah. Please do. Please. Feel free. <laughs> If you're ever bored, go and have a look in the What channel because it's just, yeah, all these out of context clips. It's it's one of my favorite channels. Just go back and look at. Perfect. Uh, So you got Breath of the Wild, Animal Crossing. Is there another one that's up there? Mm, Any like story? Dead by Daylight, honestly. Dead by Daylight, yeah. (laughs) That's probably my wild card that people are like, you play Dead by Daylight? I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) I actually really like horror games. Um, I like... I like the mystery that's involved. Like I get really, I'm a big weenie. So I get super scared really easily. Um, Like I, I, I jump scare pretty heavily in like, I've been jump scared in animal crossing, which should not happen, but it has definitely happened. Scorpion was it or tarantula? (laughs) Both. Yes. Mm. Um, I think catching a very large fish unexpectedly got me one time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that sunfish is huge. It's so alarming. It's yeah. so alarming. That one and like the oarfish. Oh, no. Anyway, mm. <laughs> but I do actually really like horror games, like the story driven horror games, because I like the mystery of them. Like there's always kind of like a, like a kind of a, an unexplored story that's happening and you're trying to unfold it and figure out what's going on and what, what is causing all of this, this like supernatural craziness around you. And I've always really Dead by Daylight is top notch. (laughs) I mean, Dead by Daylight, I think I just like because I get to play it with my friends because so many friends play it. But I think it's un like it's kind of unknown that I like horror as much as I do because I don't play a lot of horror games on stream. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of a special treat. And I I just I really do. I really enjoy that. (laughs) Do you have anything planned for Halloween? Any phasmophobia or something like that? It looks like phasmophobia is actually winning. I put a poll out in my community to ask them all what they wanted to see me play. And Phasmophobia has like twice as many votes as anything yeah. else. So it looks like I'm playing Phasmophobia. I just got something for Phasmophobia. Is it a sheet? Are you just going to wear a sheet over your face? To be- <gasps> No, I could never. <laughs> yeah. I could never do it in VR. No. <laughs> I'm testing that out tomorrow. Uh, and if I'm still alive by the end of it, then I might. Um, yeah, so one of the goals for the fundraising for Trans Lifeline was that I would do it with, uh, I would do it in VR, but also with three of my mods who hate horror movies. So it's just going to be kind of screaming for the entire, entire time. Yeah, I don't know what to expect. I know it's ghost hunting and that's about the extent of my knowledge of the game. I haven't really watched much. It's, um, it's great. And I'm, I'm definitely nervous. I'm going to scream a lot, I'm sure. So that's yeah. fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It is a lot. It is a lot of fun. Is and it's just kind of just when you can do it with three friends as well, um, and you go around ghost hunting, and yeah, and you, you're all sharing the experience. It's a it's a really fun game. Um, I just really the NPR, I don't know. That, that allow me to play with other people, 
even if I don't do it necessarily on stream, those are some of the games that are my favorite games because how else do we connect, especially right now? How else are we connecting yeah. with anybody? <laughs> what kind of horror? So you're saying horror story-based games. Which ones do you like? Because I'm the same as you. Like, I don't, I get scared very easily, but like a horror game with a good story is just fantastic. Until Dawn is my favorite that I've played, probably. Um, I raged at Outlast. The ending of everything up until the ending of Outlast had me, like, I was I was in. And then mm. the very ending of Outlast. Not okay. One. Outlast one, yeah. Yeah, the first yeah. one. I haven't played the second one. I haven't played a lot of the classics. And that's, I think, like, kind of to my detriment. But, um, but yeah, I think Until Dawn is probably my favorite of the horror games that I've played. And I would love to do another playthrough of it because I've only done the one and it's yeah. one that you can get multiple endings for. So I think it would be really fun to try like an, an all kill run or an all save run kind of thing. Yeah, I, I played Until Dawn for the first time in December and mm -hmm. it was great. And I was saving so many. And then like the last five minutes, it was just a massacre. <laughs> it was like they were dropping like flies. <laughs> I survived with like four, I think, or so. Or four of, yeah. Two or three of us survived in the end. I made a really bad call in the like that last sequence. Yeah. Um, I'd only lost one up until then. I can't remember her name now. The blonde, the blonde mm. woman. It doesn't matter. But yeah, she's the only one I lost prior to that. There was one person that I didn't really like the character, so I tried was to kill Emily? them. Yeah, I think it was Emily. First. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and she was like, I think she was on a she was on a bit, and she was about to fall. And I was like, mm -hmm. don't grab her, don't grab her. So I didn't let her fall. And then she like appeared later. I'm like, oh, <laughs> she didn't die. I did upset. the same thing. I you did, did the same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Emily. She sucks. <laughs> they were tricking us. They were tricking us. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like a great quote and it's from a clip and it's something like, uh, taste my fist. And then, <laughs> I don't know, just slaps them around the face. It's it's a great game. Res have you ever played any Resident Evil games? I haven't. No. Have you? Yeah, I, like I told you, I'm not. I get jump scared very easily, and I'm not a massive fan of actually the horror part. But the, I don't know, Resident Evil games. I got into playing Seven in VR, so I actually finished uh, Resident Evil Seven in VR. Um, loved it, but I, I was like, is it because of the experience? You know, it's all in VR. It's like a brand, It's like playing a game in a totally new way. It's like going from two D to three D. Um, but then I played Resident Evil Two Remake, and I'm halfway through Three Remake. They're just amazing. Are they good? Really, I'll really good. My, I'll that's my eventual list. Oh, the story's good, but it's also got really kind of fun puzzles as well in it, which, mm. are, yeah, I, I love it. Really, really. I'd be, I never liked them as a kid. I had no intention of ever playing horror games as a kid, but Same. now I kind of wish. Yeah, now I kind of wish I'd played them. Um, now, this one was a, this was a question that was added actually by Devin Bumpkin back when we did the first uh, episode of Jet Streamers, and I've kept it in because I just love it. Um, what's your favorite game soundtrack? Hmm. I might have a couple of answers for this one. I think the Stardew Valley soundtrack is probably the one that calms me the most because I think I've just put so many hours into that game that like even just hearing that music just like transports me into a zen state yeah um but i have seen some like nerdy music people breakdown of the soundtrack in breath of the wild which like yeah for those of you who don't know it's a really minimal soundtrack but there's been some really cool breakdown of like how they wrote the soundtrack to like blend into one another from the different areas and then also if like there is a monster nearby, how it like cycles in and out of those 
like monster encounters and seeing that put it into a completely different perspective for me. And I was like, even if I don't think that the music is particularly great, I think that's such a cool thing that they did. It's like kind of a a revolutionary. I just love breath of the wild. It's genuinely like if I, I think that is my favorite game, but I'm not going to say it's always going to be my favorite game. (laughs) I'm, I'm with you there on breath of the wild. It's, it's up there. It was actually one of the, it was the first Zelda game I ever finished. Um, mm. it would have been Wind Waker HD, but, um, my gamepad, you know, the giant slab <laughs> of the Wii U that kept dying. And it was, I was only able to play it for like an hour and I was like, nope, it's probably going to come to the switch. I'm just going to leave it. Mm. It's a great game too. Wind Waker is one of my favorites. Mm, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I just couldn't stream it for one hour. And, mm. and I yeah. think it was like 60 pounds to get like a pro controller and I just, yeah. the yeah. Wii U, no, <laughs> it's a bit of a waste of money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Wind Waker. That's one of those games as well. Even though it's HD, um, it is one of those games that's uh, like it. It's what it's the type of art that kind of can just you can play that now. I could I could quite happily get the Wii U and play some Wind Waker, and it would just feel like a, a game that's out right now. Yeah, I think that because it's so stylized, they did a really great job with like the the art style in that mm-hmm. game, and I agree. It, like it kind of. It, it holds up, even if it's not like expert graphics, I guess. But because they're not trying to go for a realistic thing, it really still fits. Yeah, that's what with Breath of the Wild as well. It doesn't mm-hmm. need amazing graphics. It's a, a style like that. Yeah. That's why, in fact, maybe you were talking about looking at old games. So you played like SNES and you go and playing some Echo the Dolphin. And those kind of SNES games, they hold up because they've got that art style. But if you ever try and play a, a Nintendo 64 game or a PlayStation 1 game, like the original... Oh polygon games are, oh oh so yeah hard. no those yeah those 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 do not the oh the faces are not right and yeah yep. <laughs> animation movements and things like that it's all a little bit weird and wonky but i wonder yeah. how we'll feel about that same like concept because i re- i feel like right now we're kind of in like almost uncanny valley territory with graphics yeah. um especially for pc games where like they get so close to accurate but then like the mouths don't quite move the right way and like they're their walking is still a little bit weird. And I wonder, like, you know, another 10, 20 years from now, how we're going to feel about these same games that we're like, oh, these graphics are so great. We're going to look back and be like, oh, why did we even put up with that? <laughs> I did that quite, not too recently, but like Resident, uh, Resident, Red Dead Redemption, the original, I played on Xbox One S, which was like the Xbox 360 one. And right. I got to get immersed quite quickly into it. But yeah, it's like, I remember playing this and thinking, my God, these graphics are stunning, but... Then you it's played the, the, like, the sequel. It's the same thing with like Skyrim, right? Like that mm-hmm. came out, was it like 10 years ago now? I think. Yeah. And I remember Longer, when that I came out. Not. I remember when that came out, everybody was like, oh my gosh, the graphics are so great. And you look now and like, they're good. They're not, they're not bad, but mm-hmm. like, <laughs> they're not what we currently can do. It's so fascinating how fa- how fast that all moves. I tried to play Skyrim after playing The Witcher 3 and I just, I can't, I honestly, I can't get into Skyrim. I keep trying and just, and I go about six hours and I'm like, what? it's mm-hmm. not, I just, I've played The Witcher. <laughs> I'm fine. I've not played Witcher. So maybe I, I wonder if I'll have a similar but opposite problem. Yeah. I played the entirety of Skyrim. So. Maybe you'll go into it and be like, oh my God, it's like, it's the size of Skyrim and that kind of, kind of gritty um, medieval type of feeling, but. It's gorgeous. And I actually started a second playthrough on PC because I played it on uh, PS4. And then, and it was good, but it was really testing my PS4. Like there were bits where the map would just not load in and stuff. And 
then I played on PC with like with really nice settings and it's just jaw dropping. It's oh, a brilliant game. I did it with Drag yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition as well. That was another one. I was like, well, if I can't get into Skyrim, I'll go and play some Dragon Age Inquisition. And I had exactly the same thing. Which is yeah. a ruined game for me. It's Oh no. <laughs> it's a pity. It's so okay, I'll, good, I'll play The Witcher last because people keep begging me to play Dragon Age. So yeah. Dragon Age will have to come next. Have you played <laughs> Mass Effect? So I've only played Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> That's the only Mass Effect I've played. Because I wonder I've, if you have the same experience though, because it is a little bit more linear than than um I think Skyrim and Dragon Age and Witcher are kind of meant to be. Um it's definitely especially the first couple are a bit more linear. And I would recommend knowing what the main quests are and only going for the main quests if you do decide to play them I'm until at least definitely the playing them. Because have you heard about the uh remake that's coming out? Yes, yeah, so that <laughs> remake Looks like it's, I mean, it's been certified in Korea. So it's like, yeah, it's coming out. Um, people yeah. think it's going to be March or something. And I am 100%, unless there's like a brand new, you know, big game out at that moment. But I'm 100% going to play through all three of them because I'm like, I never had a really, I never really enjoyed playing my Xbox as a kid. I had one, but I was always like Sony. I love my Sony PlayStation. And whenever a game, because I think the original one, I even bought it, but I just never really, really got into it. And Mm-hmm. I would love to. Yeah, no, I loved Andromeda. I'm one of those few people that actually really enjoyed it uh, because to me it was like a cool space game. And I love the yeah. premise and I love the kind of the story and the background of it all. And, you know, they, this was thousands of years in the future and Earth's probably destroyed or whatever. I think I kind of know endings of three and stuff. But uh, yeah, and so all this had gone on. And I loved that knowing that, but I didn't have it. I wasn't playing it as like a Mass Effect game. So I wonder if I'll grow to hate it by playing the original. <laughs> I also wonder, because I didn't actually play it. I got kind of, I played the first three games in preparation for Andromeda to come out. Oh, and no. then I got, by the time Andro- I got to that point, I was like, oh, I don't even want to play any more of these. And I know that Andromeda isn't like an actual continuation. And I was like, oh, I played these and I loved them. And I just kind of want to be done and let it go. And so I never actually played Andromeda. But um, I do wonder, because I heard such awful things about it as a continuation because yeah. it, like it didn't seem to fit the rest of the Mass Effect world, I guess, from what I understood. Yeah. Um, I do wonder if you'll like go back and be like, oh, I hate Mass Effect, or if you'll decide like after the fact that you didn't actually like Andromeda that much and you were missing out prior. Don't worry, because I, I, like, I finish a game and by the time the credits have finished rolling, I've forgotten the entire story. <laughs> Like, I know I want to do another playthrough of Mass Effect and so many folks are like, oh, but it won't be your first playthrough. And I'm like, I remember two things. I remember literally like two things that happened in that game. Yeah. And that's like it. So you're going to get essentially a first playthrough from me. I don't <laughs> remember anything. Same. I'm going to, I will definitely stream because I like playing a story-based game once a week and Mass Effect trilogy. In fact, because we thought it was coming out in October and I was like, okay, I'm ready. I don't care. Other games are out, but I really yeah. want to uh, to play it. Yeah, the male romance romance options in Andromeda were a bit kind of weird. <laughs> the were they? It was either like, yeah, romance, this really strange alien, or uh, this other strange... I don't know. I, I can remember it being very restrictive. Uh, uh, but your own character, the, the male character in Mass Effect Andromeda is very attractive. So I, you know... Just romance yourself then. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every night in that game, I <laughs> romance myself. <laughs> Oh dear, we're we're only thirty nautical miles away, so I've got to push this that last part. I've got to go and get the uh, the best parts. Don't worry, it takes a little while to uh, to land, um, which 
seeing the result, you know, you'd be like, oh, it actually took time. Um, what <laughs> games are you playing now? So you're obviously Animal Crossing. Are there any other games that are that you're playing at this moment? Um, well, we play Minecraft because I do have I have a community server, so I'll play Minecraft from time to time. Um, I've been dabbling in Among Us as well, and honestly, like. I constantly have things kind of going on between a bunch of different games. Uh, I keep meaning to go back to Ooblets because they did a Halloween update Ooh. and I keep forgetting to go back to it. I don't know if you checked out Ooblets when it came out, but no, what was the other one? There wasn't, what was the other one that was sim? There was like, cause I felt like a Ooblets came out for a week and then people loved it and then it disappeared a bit. There was another one that was like a Pokemon online one. Oh, um, that had two names, had two words. I think that they were same. I can't remember. I know which one you're talking about, but I can't remember what it's called. It's like... And Temtem. Temtem. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, I know it's... Yeah. Um, I did not play Temtem. I surprisingly did not play Temtem. No, uh, Ooblets was really fun. It's a very... It just didn't have a ton to it yet. It was a pretty short game because it's early access at the moment. But they did come out with some Halloween content that I keep meaning to check out. I don't know if it would take me that long, but it... eh, I just want to see it. Yeah, I like it. But if it's in early access, I might wait for 1.0. Yeah. I've heard good things. Yeah, it's fun, but it definitely doesn't have a ton to it just yet. I would say there's probably a good solid like 20 hours of gameplay, and then you could grind to like max things out and min-max. But uh, after that, you're just kind of like, oh, I, I, I did all of the things. Yeah. What, game, what games are like? Is that your off-stream game, or do you have any... Apart from like Dead by Daylight, are there any other off-stream games that you like to um, play? Honestly, at the moment, I don't have much. I'm kind of like, after, like, aside from Dead by Daylight, I do play Dead by Daylight quite a bit off-stream. Um, but aside from that, at the moment, I haven't really been playing much. Um, we just got some kittens, so that's been eating into my game time. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> they're taking up a lot of my time. Not Not in a bad way. They're sitting next to me right now. They're both sleeping. Good kittens being asleep during the entire podcast. Keep doing that. What are their names? Um, uh, Juniper and Archie. I would show you them, but they really are just so sleepy, and I really yeah. Don't you like wake to them. keep them asleep. If they're <laughs> young kittens, you want them fast asleep. I just made my uh, dog stay downstairs. <laughs> honestly, if I woke them up, like they would be walking all over the keyboard and probably would accidentally close this window, and it would be a disaster. But they're very sweet. Um, they're just very young. They're only about 10, 10 weeks old right now. Oh. So they require quite a bit of attention off stream. They go, which is chat, go like, and fine. follow twitch.tv slash Frank the Pegasus if you want little cute kittens. Are they in your Discord as well? Yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. I I am obsessed with them. So you cannot keep me from talking and posting about them. Honestly, (laughs) the fact that we've gotten this far and I haven't mentioned them once is kind of yeah. I was so impressed. I keep getting mesmerized by the stuff behind you. If anybody's listening to this on like Spotify Mm -hmm. or iTunes, you've got absolutely wild wall there. Did you put the? Because I know you're uh, Frank Pegasus. You have the like the rainbow um, with those colors. Is that was that put on there afterwards? Yeah, I painted that. Yeah, uh, if I change the light, if I change the lights, you can see that they're like, hang on, it's like, oh, these aren't white lights, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's very much like my brand colors. When I yeah, have the, the pink lights on, it looks a little bit, yeah, a little bit pinker. But um, I did. I painted that. I took some of my branded materials, I guess, to the paint store, and I color matched as best I could. I stood at the wall like a crazy person pulling colors down and matching as best I could 
And then we painted this before I even moved in here because I knew this was going to be my office. Yeah. Um, we had like a week between our old place and this place. So we painted that on the wall because I was like, I just think it would be fun to have something that's like behind me on the wall, just yeah. being a bit of an accent. And then, yeah, the collection behind me is a lot of stuff that uh, was sent to me by viewers or things that I've made um, or just little trinkets that I've collected along the way. But like all of these uh, pictures are all unicorns with unibrows because I'm obsessed with unicorns with unibrows. Unicorns so. with unibrows. That is so very specific. <laughs> I like it. Oh, people, oh, will, people will draw them and send them to me and then I hang them on the wall and they're a collection of them. This is probably like a third of the ones that I have, but they're some of my favorites. That is beautiful. Yeah, I sometimes kind of regret that having the green screen, but there's literally just the wall right there. So there's nothing. I can't really put anything behind me, but yeah, I love it. I used to, I used I to have a green people, screen. Yeah, sure. I, I love seeing people's um, yeah backgrounds when like when you've got or Justin's got and you can see a little every time you look at it there's something different. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Yeah. The, oh yeah, but Frank's Twitter is now the official kitten posting platform. There you go, twitter.com slash Frank the Pegasus. You want to really go? And check? Is. <laughs> it really is. It's just like every other post is a kitten. I have a video that I'm going to post later tonight of them grooming each other, and it's super cute. So there you, you know, go. you need some serotonin in your life. <laughs> I just remember, yeah, that's that is where I um I did see the kittens. I did. Um we're just, by the way, making our way into the descent. Uh we've uh, it's very, very, very windy. You can't really hear because I put the sound quite far down, but there is a lot of wind around here. So uh yeah. Make sure your seatbelts are on. Okay. Um, is that the excuse for your landing? Is that what you're Yeah, dear me, oh dear. I think yeah, my lunch just went up to my uh, <laughs> mouth right there. Um what games? So you're talking about the games that you're playing right now. What games? What future games are you looking forward to? Are there any? You know, I saw this question when you sent me the questions, and I was like, I should probably pay attention to what games are coming up. And I meant to look things up this morning and did not. The um, big ones I'd say are like Watch Dogs Legion. That comes out on Friday, which I'm going to do for like 12 hours because I love Watch Dogs too. Um, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Um. These are all like personal games because that's like one of the main areas in that is where I'm from. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, the, all, every game that's coming out is just at the cyberpunk from the Witcher 3 developers as well, which is, yeah. Yeah, I think um, a lot of the games that are coming out soon, I'm not super stoked about, to be honest. They're just not like the types of games that I play. And that's not to say that they're bad or anything like that. I've never kind of linked up with uh, any of the Assassin's Creed games. Um, I think the gameplay looks really fun, but I, I don't know. I'm not a particularly violent person. So games that are super like, I don't know, slashy. I get like, I get squeamish about it that she says as she plays dead by daylight, but we don't, you know, I'm a walking contradiction. Just don't, don't look too hard. Squint and, and walk away. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a shot though. That one sounds, it sounds fun. Sounds like a good time. I know a lot of people are really stoked about Cyberpunk too. Mm, yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward. I, I hope it's nice. I hope, it's, I hope the story and the themes are really deep in that. Because mm. at first glance, you it's a bit like, whoa, okay, they're including this. <laughs> I just hope everything that they're including is dealt with in a way that's okay, that's interesting and explored. Yeah, yeah. I think that. that there's there's room for them to do a really good job, but there's also a lot of room for it to go kind of south, unfortunately. So. We'll see. Yeah. We will. So yeah, we probably will. wait until a couple of other people that I know have played that one and can kind of report back and be like, yes, it's safe to play or 
Yeah, no, I'm hoping there are reviews out for that before, uh, just to see. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Watch Dogs Legion that's coming out set in London, where I used to live, so I'm like, love to kind of wander out on there. But yeah, Watch Dogs 2 was one was the first game I ever played that had a trans character in it. There's like a trans mayor that you're helping out. Uh, oh, cool. And it's got such a diverse cast as well. And I don't know, just playing that, I was like, you know, this feels like a game where everybody's welcome to play it. And it's kind of, yeah, they're not afraid to just make it so that you're, you know, that everybody's welcome and everyone's represented. Mm -hmm. And it just felt brilliant. I really love that we're seeing that more and more in games that you can just like, like you get to, when you pick your character, you get to just kind of like customize your character. There's no gender assigned to it. Yeah. Um, Animal like, Crossing was great with that, wasn't it? Ooplos mm -hmm. is the same way. Oh, yeah. You just, you just customize your character and then you can like change their hair and outfit anytime you want. And I just, you know, I, little things like that. And I'm like, you, you know, this is great representation and you're not taking away from folks at all. So yeah. just, just give us those things. We want them. We want them and you're, you're not hurting anything. And it's not even really like, I think some folks think it's like some kind of political statement, but it's really not. It just is an easier thing. You don't even yeah. have to code. You don't have to code anything. You just say like, okay, you make your body the, look at the way you want it to look and put your hair on it and wear whatever clothes you want and have a, have a good life. <laughs> I'm like that in, in Animal Crossing, like the amount of times I've gone and like, oh, for the last three days, I've been kind of fem female presenting in that game. It's just, mm -hmm. uh, I just liked that, uh, that hairstyle. And uh, yeah, I was, I was dressed as a Smurf. Uh, a Smurfette I was for a bit because <laughs> the blue paint came out I was like okay great um, we've got people in the chat saying they're saying a prayer too fast I'm, anxiety is rushing <laughs> this Ooh. call your family and loved ones okay alright uh, it's been really good knowing you <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you jump now you, well no actually yeah wait wait for a little bit closer and then it's like just the ankles they're the only things that you're going to lose <laughs> brace 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 <laughs> oh now we're going too fast uh, too slow we're going to just drop out um, oh, I don't if you can hear it in the background. It says stall, stall, stall. Um, so just wrapping up, what uh, what are your plans for the future? Because we're talking about like having goals and stuff like that. Do you have any goals or any plans for? Well, you've got your um, stream, your partnerversary coming up. I do. Yeah, that's on. That's like a week from tomorrow, which is really cool. Um, I have a sponsored stream this Thursday, playing Later Daters, which is a really Ooh. silly, like. It's like a dating novella, kind of one of those, uh, I don't remember what they're called. Dating exactly. sims type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, yeah. I guess it is a dating sim. Yeah. Uh, where you play as an elder person in a nursing home and it's super LGBTQIA2 plus inclusive, which is I, the reason that I'm so excited to play it. So um, I have that going on. But in terms of like future future plans, um, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of take things like week by week and month by month. I try not to look too far out. Um, and if I go further out, it's like, what comes after streaming? You know, like what comes after this is my full-time job is where I look. And that's years away. So yeah. it's, it's like, I have no in-between. I don't have like, you know, what am I going to do next year versus, you know, what am I hoping to accomplish there? I just, uh, Enjoy honestly, the I... Yeah, I really do. I try to just enjoy what it, what's in front of me and enjoy meeting new people. I think that probably is my biggest goal. If you're talking about like, what is a goal? It is meeting as many people and hopefully providing them the safest space, space I can and constantly working to improve not just our space on the internet, but like the spaces of those around me as well. You know, making sure that other people feel uplifted and I'm 
using my voice to make sure that those those faces are also getting recognition. You know? Brace, 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 okay, brace. We're about to land. Brace, 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 brace. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no, we're taking off again. Oh, no. There we go. I hope you hadn't had lunch. <laughs> well, if you had, you're going to taste it again very soon <laughs> right now. Oh. But sorry, I, I hate to interrupt you when you were saying that because it really it really does feel like that's already in your in your chat and for it to continue like that would be wonderful. And I'm sure everyone in the chat, I see so, like there's so many people in the chat that have come from your community and hopefully they're feeling welcomed by by mine as well, but they are. I really do I'm want sure to go there. When do you stream? When are your streaming times? I stream at 11 a.m. Central Time, which right now oh, yeah. is <laughs> um, right now for UK is the it next used to be five, five days. It used to be five, so now it's six p.m. I think. Uh, I was went. No, it's no, four. 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 I was okay. Back. Yeah. Okay, so it'll be four p.m. But then in in a week it'll be five p.m. again. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's, it's, I think I prefer it in spring when there's like a month or so, when there's like five weeks of difference. Yeah. Whereas I now, this is, it's frustrating. It's yeah. Like if we're going to do it at all, can we all just agree to do it on the same day? Yeah. Because this is a lot. I, I told so many folks that uh, like stream, like we, we were trying to promote that stream would be at a different time because half of my viewers are from the, the EU. And so I was trying to promote it. And then still that day, everybody was like, oh, I forgot you were going to be early today. <laughs> early? We tried. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> uh, there was like an EU law passed that they were just going to eliminate it. Um, mm. Even though the UK is left, I just hope that if that does happen, and I imagine if it does happen, they will, they'll just go along with it because we're not farmers anymore. Not really. My family yeah. aren't anymore. They used to be. No. We don't <laughs> need it that much. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I started at 11 a.m. Central Time. Um and I stream Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I'm off on Mondays and Fridays. Nice. Oh, what do you do in your days off? Just chill? Um, yeah, usually usually I'm doing like uh, off-stream emails and things like that for part of it. And then a lot of times I hang out with the community if I have time, uh, cleaning and doing errands and things around the house and just taking some time for myself. Uh, every Friday, my friends and I will do like a movie night together. We have, at least since lockdown. Um, and honestly, for a bit before that, we were doing movie nights, like not every single Friday, but for a lot of the Fridays. But, um, once quarantine started, we just decided to start doing it every Friday, like digitally. Uh, we watched all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. And then we just finished this past week watching all of the Star Wars films. Ooh. Um, so I don't know what we're watching next, actually. I don't know if we ever decided. We try to talk favorite? about Ghibli's. Uh, from all of those, yeah, I'm a big MCU nerd, so I love them all. Um, I am not a Star Wars fan. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I am controversially not a Star Wars fan. Um, I will say that we watched like the three most recent ones. Yeah, and those were fine. The most recent one is it? Uh, Skywalker Ooh. rises or Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, yeah Skywalker yeah, that rises. One. That's the difference. <laughs> but yeah, daylight, daylight savings time isn't about farming. Okay, I'll I will have to Google that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's about candy, isn't it? Can, wow. I'm now kind I'm of joking. Oh. I'm kind of joking, but from what I know, currently a lot of the reason for daylight savings time, at least in the U.S., to be as late as it is, has something to do with the trick or treating um, 
the trick-or-treating industry here, which really? I realize is probably not as big of a deal there. So I don't know why it's it's that, but I think it is partly because of the candy industry. If it's about candy, then I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Promote the candy. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I've I've heard that before. I don't know what kind of validity that has. <laughs> no. But is it you so you liked the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, because I'm I like the Star Wars world, not necessarily mm-hmm. the movies that much. I kind of love the like the MMO I played and I loved that, but yeah. I love see the thing is I love sci-fi and I understand not being a Star Wars fan, I tend to say things that accidentally offend Star Wars fans. So I apologize in advance for uh off-putting every single one of your viewers and listeners. But when I understand people yell when I say I like sci-fi, but I don't really like Star Wars because people say it's not sci-fi, but isn't it sci-fi? I, yeah. I it is kind of sci-fi, y'all. Um but it's probably my least favorite of any of the sci-fi that I've ever seen. And uh, I think it's partly because I I didn't see the older movies, like the original trilogy, until I was an adult. And at that point, I didn't have any of the nostalgia factor. I already knew the storyline. And I just kind of was pretty unimpressed by it. And I kind of felt like it was really overhyped <laughs> by that time. And we watched that. Uh, and we watched the like the prequels, which were terrible. Um, they, <laughs> I love the third made... prequel. That's actually my favorite movie. Is, it? is the third All prequel? Yeah, just because it's not really that exciting. It's more of story. <laughs> it's the one where he, <laughs> where at the end, where of episode three, when it, when he like, it's more about him turning into Darth Vader. Spoiler alert: uh, <laughs> Anakin turns yeah. into Darth Vader. Spoiler uh, alert for a fifteen-year-old movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like a good kind of shop kind of i don't know I, I liked that it was simpler it was a lot simpler mm. than all this other stuff which i, I there was preferred. there was just a lot in the prequels that i felt was really unbelievable in terms of like the interpersonal relations that were going on i had a really hard time with a lot of like why was padma even into anakin i don't i like i still don't understand i'm gonna have to watch them all again aren't I? and i'm gonna hate them as well. Exactly. <laughs> at one point she says she's not and then somehow they end up kissing anyway i don't it was frustrating i had a lot of feelings about it um, but they're m- the most recent ones I did like, and I did enjoy Rogue One as well, which I, yeah, yeah. I think I fell asleep in that. I- I'll watch it again. I, if you ever want to annoy Star Wars people, play Star Wars Battlefront and refer to Chewbacca as Jar Jar and uh, uh, refer to Chewbacca as Jabba the entire I, time. <laughs> I have genuinely, I'm going to, I'm going to tell your chat this, my chat knows, but I have genuinely multiple times referred to what is his name now? Uh, Boba Fett as the president of the stormtroopers. The first time I said it, I, I, that's what I thought he was. I genuinely thought that's who he was. I thought there was like a king of the stormtroopers and that was Boba Fett. I understand now, but, um, I still think it's funny and I will say it multiple times. <laughs> the present of the stormtrooper. That's, yeah, it's brilliant. But anyway, thank you so much. We have landed, uh, anybody that's listening and not watching it on, uh, on YouTube, we have landed in Zagreb, Croatia. Um, very beautiful, very, uh, you know, scenic place. Um, the weather like here, don't they always tell you the weather when you land? The weather is cloudy. No, it's not cloudy. We have blue skies with a balmy temperature of 27 degrees Celsius, uh, with a light wind. So don't forget your jackets. Enjoy your stay. <laughs> it was Ryanair that I'll be clapping at the end. To- <laughs> <laughs> I think I shocked them into uh, <laughs> into silence <laughs> with that landing. Their spines are like two inches shorter now. <laughs> it went down quite quickly. 
All right. Well, Frank, thank you so, 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 so much for joining me. Um, thank you. For this. And I, I could have yeah, literally could have talked for hours and hours and hours. There's so many questions that I didn't even get around to doing, uh, get around to asking. So I'm sh- I've got a feeling that like at some point in the future, I'll get like, we'll get like a group of people and have like a topic and stuff, uh, like yeah. occasional podcasts like that, where, especially if it's going to be a long flight, um, because, mm. and there's going to be some flights that we have to go across long bodies of water that might be a little bit boring to watch. Um, so maybe, you know, I'd, I'd love to have you back at some point, maybe with something like that. Heck yeah. But thank you. And guess go and follow Frank the Pegasus on Twitch, on Twitter. Are you on YouTube as well? I am. I haven't posted anything there for a while, but uh, that's where VODs will probably get backed up <laughs> soon. <laughs> Same, so. yeah. This week I'm going on a deletion spree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but brilliant. Thank you so much, Frank. Thank you. And have a wonderful uh, stream tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's every day except Sunday for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll put the BR back sign on and uh, and get it closed. So uh, yeah. Thank you.